بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم الحمد لله respected brothers in Islam we thank Allah سبحانه وتعالى for giving us توفيق to be present in a gathering of dhikr the remembrance of Allah سبحانه وتعالى and the gathering in which we recite La ilaha illallah and take the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is merely an exercise which we use as a catalyst to motivate us throughout the week to be engaging in the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was asked by Sayyidina Abu Huraira that man as'adun nasi bi shafa'atik yawm al-qiyamah who will be the most honored person on the day of qiyamah with your intercession. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, those people who abundantly recite La ilaha illallah. So when we're reciting it, it should not merely be uh, just reciting it with our tongues. We should try to exercise with our hearts as well. Uh, what is called istihdar. Istihdar means a consciousness and awareness with the heart and mind that we are talking to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are renewing our iman. And we are strengthening our pledge and allegiance with Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Then the same dhikr becomes a means of uplifting us spiritually and strengthening our iman also. And this is that day and age in which the protection of our iman is of utmost importance. As Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam stated in an authentic hadith, a time will come before qiyamah where a man will wake up and he will experience what other people experience in the morning in a state of iman, but by the time he goes to bed at night, he would have lost his iman. And similarly, a person experiences the setting of the sun and now the evening sets in, in a state of iman. But when he wakes up in the morning, he will be deprived of his iman. Sometimes I was thinking that the other way is easy to understand. A person wakes up in a state of iman and he might have done something throughout the day and by the time he goes to bed, he did something which destroyed or damaged his iman. But how does the other, other way work? A person is in a state of iman at night, but how does he wake up in a state without his iman? Because a person is not bound in sharia in a state of his sleeping. So the ahkam of sharia do not apply to him in that state, even if he utters inappropriate words at the, in that condition. But if we really ponder in this day and age in which we are bombarded with social media, we are bombarded with various types of movies and the things that we are exposed to. A person might be watching something at night and in the movie, for example, he might witness something which is completely destructive to one's iman. It might be in the form of a comedy and he laughs at that. And the, the ruling of Sharia is that if something of, of open disbelief something which is a mockery of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or makes jest and jokes of the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or things which are symbolic in our deen and a person expresses happiness and he laughs at that then he is an accomplice to that evil and he has also destroyed his iman. So a person does something like that and in that state he falls asleep he does not realize that his iman has been destroyed and by the time he wakes up, he might wake up with the intention of reading Fajr Salah, but he needs to refresh his Iman again 
because it was damaged very seriously before he went to sleep. So this is why we should constantly, as Rasulullah sallallahu advise our sahaba radiallahu anhum, try to remain in the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we are driving, when we are going to work, it costs nothing to say subhanallah, alhamdulillah, la ilaha illallah. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said, this is gharsun fil jannah. Subhanallah is planting something, a tree for you in jannah. Saying alhamdulillah is planting a tree in jannah. In another hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa says, saying subhanallah, it fills up the space between the heavens and the earth with nur. And it is also the night of, of Jumu'ah, in which we are encouraged by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa to recite abundant salawat and salutations upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi Sending salutations is no favor upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa not at all. Because Allah announces when He instructs us to say Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad to recite salawat, in the verse He first tells us that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inna allaha wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi Allah tells us that He, spends, he sends special mercy and rahmah on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the malaika they make dua and they send salutation upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is an indication to us that our salawat and durood and whatever it is is not needed. There are millions of malaika. In a hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa says, There is not a space of four fingers in the heavens, except that there are malaika, there are angels standing in qiyam, in the posture of standing, or in ruku' bowing down, or making sujood to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not even a space of four fingers. These malaika have also been appointed to send salutations upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So then I was sending salutation, who does it benefit? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man salla alayya salatan wahidatan sallallahu alayhi biha ashra. That person who sends one durood, one salawat on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends ten special rahamat and mercies on him. So we benefit from salutation upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the, the, the benefit of the salawat is in this dunya as well as in the akhirah. One is the advantage in the akhirah that we become worthy of the shafa'a intercession of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam because he would have been frequently hearing our names in his qabr, his blessed and noble qabr. In a hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, when somebody of my ummah sends salutations and salam to me, then there are malaika who convey that salam to me with his name and the name of his father. So the more frequently the salawat is recited, the more accustomed Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam becomes and familiar he becomes with the name of the people sending the salutation. This is why he said that uh, the person who will be the closest to me, those who will be the closest to me on the day of Qiyamah will be the ones who send the most salutations upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So this should not only be on the day of Jumu'ah, on the night of Jumu'ah, let us make the intention that this is the, the recharge for the week, inshallah. We're recharging our, our, our spiritual batteries for the entire week that we set out time for salawat and reciting salawat and durood sharif on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is a means of our difficulties also being solved. Our problems that we have will be removed with the blessings of salutation upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If a person is in debt, if a person is in sickness, a person has any type of distress, then abundant salutation upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is a means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us to have these difficulties removed. And not to take much of your time in two minutes, just to continue with the method of counting which is sunnah and which was prevalent in the time of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum. Last week we started and I hope the brothers were practicing. Uh, we will just go over it again inshallah. The first three fingers from the small one, the second finger and the middle finger 
we used to count the single digits, okay? And we have the line in the middle, so placing the finger on that line will be used for counting uh, these numbers. I'll, I'll try to demonstrate it to you, inshallah. There's any, whichever way you're comfortable with, you can do, but this particular way has been indicated to in hadith. There has been indications to it, uh, muhaddithin and scholars of hadith have uh, indicated to this particular type of usage, and even Rasulullah sallallahu is said to have used indications of this type of counting. So we'll start with the first three fingers. It's one, two, three on the line. Okay, these, the index finger and the thumb is not used. In the beginning, it will be a bit difficult, like we said, especially if you're not used to moving the joints. So three is uh, like this here, right? And then four, five, okay? So we'll just do that again. That's one, two, three. And then four, five. These, these the first five are easy, okay? Now six obviously cannot be this here because that means all the fingers are open and that goes back to zero, okay? So it's one, two, three, four, five, and then six. Okay, so the second finger comes down and the middle finger goes And seven, eight, nine is actually easy because merely you open the fingers and then you take the, the pinky, the small finger, to the base of your thumb. Seven, eight, and nine. So it's, it's touching the fleshy part of the, of the thumb. Okay? So we'll do that again. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, and then the fleshy part. Seven, eight, nine. Okay, is everybody comfortable with that so far? Then 10, we'll have to obviously release these fingers. And 10 will be placing the index finger on the first line of the side of the thumb. So it would be something like this here. I don't want to turn my hand around too much because then people don't know which way to keep their own hand. Okay, so we've got, that will be 10. The index finger on the side, on the inner side of the, of the thumb. Uh, then we'll count 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, the same way, 17, 18, 19, okay? And then 20 will be placing the nail of the thumb on the, the second joint of the index finger. So there's two lines on your index finger, not the top, the second one, okay? So that will be 10, 20. Then we count 1, 2, 3, Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and thirty is placing the the thumb in the middle of the nail of the index finger. So, like in the old days, you played marbles, you know. So, similar to that posture or that position, the 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 thumb is in the middle of of the index finger. That will be thirty, and then you count one, two, three. That's the generally the amount we need to count after salah. Okay, so thirty-three will be. 33. Okay, so 10 again is placing the index finger on the inner part of the, th of the thumb, and 20 is placing the nail of the thumb on the inner part of the, of the index finger. So 10, 20, and 30. Okay, I think that's, we'll stop there, inshallah. And uh, afterwards, if somebody wants to carry on to 100 and that, we can do that privately, inshallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all tawfiq and give us the ability to strengthen our iman and focus on the dhikr that we are making and make it a means of our spiritual upliftment, insha'Allah.
Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Before we commence with the dhikr, we recite a nasheed in praise of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the chorus is, inshallah, quite simple, so if we can all join in the chorus as well. The chorus is as, as so forth. Alayka sallallahu ya khayra khalqillah. Alayka sallallahu ya khayra khalqillah. That's the first part of the chorus. And the second part, it continues. Wal-ali wal-ashab wal-qawmi ahlillah. Wal-ali wal-ashab wal-qawmi ahlillah. So once again, alayka sallallahu ya khayra khalqillah. Wal-ali wal-ashab wal-qawmi ahlillah. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alayka sallallahu ya khayra khalqillah Wal-ali wal-ashab wal-qawmi ahlillah Alayka sallallahu ya khayra khalqillah Wal-ali wal-ashab wal-qawmi ahlillah Ya ka'bat al-asrar wa manba' al-anwar Bil-azm ya mukhtar ayyata deen Allah يا كعبة الأسرار ومنبع الأنوار بالعزم يا مختار أيات دين الله عليك صلى الله يا خير خلق الله والآل والأصحاب والقوم أهل الله في داءك الأرواح ومثلها الأشباح يا خيرة الفتاح من أنبياء الله يا من له البرهان وخلقه القرآن ما كانت الأكوان وحقه لولاه عليك صلى الله يا خير خلق الله والآل والأصحاب والقوم أهل الله لواءك المرفوع وقولك المسموع وحبك المطبوع في مهجة الأواه عليك صلى الله يا خير خلق الله والآل والأصحاب والقوم أهل الله ندعوك بالسبطين لكشف هذا الغيم يا ملجأ الكونين بالخاطم بعد الله ها أنت في المحشر مؤيد المظهر 
فَكُلَّمَا تُذْكَرَ عَلَيْكَ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْكَ صَلَّى اللَّهُ يَا خَيْرَ خَلْقِ اللَّهِ والآل والأصحاب والقوم أهل الله عليك صلى الله يا خير خلق الله والآل والأصحاب والقوم أهل الله سيدنا مولانا محمد وعلى آله سيدنا مولانا محمد وبارك وسلم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم أفضل الذكر لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم يا رب صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم الله حاضري الله ناظري الله معي لا إله إلا الله 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 لا 
إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم يا رب صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم الله حاضري الله ناظري الله معي إلا الله 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 
لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم يا رب صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم الله حاضري الله ناظري الله معي الله 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 لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم يا رب صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم الله حاضري الله ناظري الله معي ten times istighfar for any shortfall, any shortcoming on our side when taking the name of Allah, when remembering Allah, even though we are not worthy of taking the name of Allah, yet Allah gives us an opportunity of taking this beautiful, beautiful name and very majestic name of His. So let us make istighfar for every one of our shortcomings while making the dhikr and throughout for, for our entire day of shortcomings. Astaghfirullah. Ten times la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah.
And finally, a short durood ten times, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اللهم اهدنا في من هديت وعافنا في من عافيت وتولنا في من توليت وبارك لنا فيما أعطيت وقنا واصرف عنا برحمتك شر ما قضيت فإنك تقضي ولا يقضى عليك إنه لا يذل من واليت ولا يعز من عاديت تباركت ربنا وتعاليت لك الحمد على ما قضيت ولك الشكر على ما أعطيت نستغفرك اللهم من جميع الذنوب والخطايا ونتوب إليك اللهم إنا نسألك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا دينا إلا قضيته ولا مريضا إلا شفيته ولا ميتا إلا رحمته ولا حاجة من حوائج الدنيا والآخرة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها ويسرتها يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم إنا نسألك الجنة اللهم إنا نسألك الجنة اللهم إنا نسألك الجنة وما قرب إليها من قول أو عمل ونعوذ بك من النار ونعوذ بك من النار ونعوذ بك من النار وما قرب إليها من قول أو عمل اللهم اغفر لجميع موت المسلمين الذين شهدوا لك بالوحدانية ولنبيك بالرسالة وماتوا على ذلك اللهم ربنا اغفر لنا ولإخواننا الذين سبقونا بالإيمان ولا تجعل في قلوبنا غلا للذين آمنوا ربنا إنك رؤوف رحيم اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذ منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وأنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا ومولانا محمد وبارك وسلم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين آمين برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين